Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome in to another redraft rankings video. Guys, we've already cleared wide receivers, running backs, and quarterbacks. Now it's for the big booties, the tight ends. Ooh, they're tight. And we're about to talk with them. Let's hit the intro. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Guys, what a phenomenal show that was. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, number one, Travis Kelsey. Thank God no one had George Kittle and other thoughts at two. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you need to – wait, do you have a George Kittle at one? Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lucas is mine. Whoa. Whoa. Lucas smash. Lucas, I was going this way. Come on. Travis Kelsey um, – Best why, why are you so divided on it? I have them like the same. Like, listen, God. listen, we're gonna talk about this, right? Because so, we do this, we do this every year. Like, but he's Lucas, always you, a point. Do, you five catches in fourteen games last year. You're Lucas, gonna tight end was like the last three seasons. Lucas, you oh, tell I, me I all am the fucking time, right? too. You're like, okay, you're really like well. tight ends and running backs hurt each other. So what do they do? They draft a first round running back. I'm actually gonna play advocate for a hilarious no, 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 today. No, you said this about Danny. Don't use a fucking uh, guy that you hate to support a take. Don't do that. <laughs> who did I use? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is the main weapon. He's the main. Travis Kelsey is the main red zone oh, weapon. I don't hate he's James the... Conner. Yeah, you do. <laughs> tight ends. Tight ends. All right. He's tight ends. Big old booties. Okay, he's the best possession guy on the team. Like I love Tyree Kill, but there's a reason Tyree Kill doesn't get ten targets a game. Right? It's it's plain and simple. Sammy Watkins, yeah, no, ain't in. He's talking about retiring. Demarcus Robinson. Travis Kelsey is going to get a 28% market share, I would imagine, in a good offense. Lock him in at the one. Here's the reason why we don't have Kittle at the one. Last year, his best year, still a point per game less than Travis Kelsey. All right, I was just doing it to fuck with you, Lucas. He's actually my Adding Brandon Ayuk, another playmaker to a team with Jalen Hurt coming back, doesn't make George Kittle better. Like, Uh, I'm not hating on George Kittle, but, like, he's not going to retire anymore. How was last year his best year when the year before he literally set the tight end receiving yard record? And he only had like four fantasy, touchdowns that year. Fantasy points per game. Dude, Jimmy Beans, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's my big thing between Kittle and Kelsey is that A, the offense is, yeah, it's good in San Francisco, but the Chiefs offense is elite. You're tied to an elite quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is not elite. Dude, I would take Jimmy, Jimmy Beans over Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey. Day. Kelsey's a more efficient red zone weapon. Like you saw it. I mean, Patrick Mahomes wasn't trying to throw no look passes. He probably would have had an extra touchdown, but um, Kel- yeah, Kelsey to me, he has double digit touchdown upside. And that's really like the biggest thing for tight ends. Cause they're the big bodied guys on the team that you, you just want that the touchdown upside. And he also just gets more receptions than, than Kittle does as well. So um, like, to me, I, I wouldn't overthink this. I think it's Kelsey all day. Now, yeah. the, the receptions are honestly close because in 14 games, he did have 85. Kelsey played all 16. He had 97, I believe. So, I mean, you extrapolate that to probably a few off. They're even. It's that 6.5 each. Yeah, so. Uh, okay. at, the, at the end of the day, uh, I it's do think Kelsey, Kelsey, may, <laughs> Kelsey may end up with a few more catches. And ultimately, I agree. I have my one. That offense is the big decisive uh, factor for me. Mahomes versus Garoppolo. I mean, we saw how that transpired in the Super Bowl, so let's not get into that. But uh, either way, these are the clear one and two, and both worth, in my opinion, uh, top 24 picks. So, I mean, yeah. you can't – Kelsey's actually due for some positive regression from a touchdown perspective. Yeah, he only had five. five last year, and he's, he's usually between eight to ten. So, like, 
I sorry. and like I said, it's because Mahomes is trying to throw no look passes to him. But I all wait. Either sorry. way, I don't think we need to spend too much time on these guys because everyone knows their studs. So let's, let's get thing. into tight end three. Obviously, Kittle we have at two because we had Kelsey at one. Can I just say one thing about Kittle? Yeah, he finished with five and fourteen games last year, and I believe three or four of them were callback on penalties. Yeah, so, two of them were in the Bucks game. <laughs> yep. So uh, just keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So Lucas hates children. He also hates Mark Andrews. Uh, I don't hate him. I don't hate him. <laughs> you have a three. Oh, yeah. Four. I okay. I, I don't hate him, but like there is like this is like the one thing where there will be a regression. Like absolutely a regression. Uh, Hayden Hurst left. Hayden Hurst played on like maybe ten snaps a game. Yeah, like twelve snaps a game. Okay, give those to uh, Mark Andrews for sure. So Mark Andrews dominated in the slot last year. Thirty-four percent of his targets came from when he played in the slot. They go out and get Devin Duvernay, who they didn't draft him to play outside because he's a slot receiver. James Prochet, he'll probably put the slot in the NFL. He's kind of smaller. Boykin's still kind of emerging. So, like, I don't hate Andrews. I just think that the, the gap – it's – it's for me, it's easily Kelsey, Kittle, and there's a pretty solid gap down to Andrews, whereas I think it's just a little bit closer to, pe- to, to people, to, to for everyone else, to Kittle and Kelsey. And he saw 10 touchdowns, and he ran – um, he, he played, so he played 50 with the same amount of games as Kelsey and Ertz. And yep, Kelsey and Ertz ran almost 300 routes less and had four more touchdowns, um, than both of them. So, like, that, that and the thing with Andrews is like people are going to use that argument a lot about him a lot. It's the bottom line is his yards per route run when he's on the field and when he's yeah. running routes, they have him targets. And the one thing I will say about Andrews, I have him at three, so I, I, I definitely believe he's entered that, yeah, um, that next tier after the top yeah. two guys, but yeah. People want to use the Ertz got a lot of targets because all the the receivers got hurt in uh, in Philadelphia. No. Same goes for uh, Darren Waller. Some people put that against them, but the reality is Marquise Brown was hurt a lot last year. Willie Sneed struggled to stay healthy. Miles Boykin was a rookie. He didn't really know what he was doing yet. I, I think it's it's a little bit of a valid point to say that Mark Andrews was really the only target in the passing game that that was consistent the whole year. If if Hollywood Brown. I, I'm really high on Hollywood Brown. I think if he's able to assert himself in the offense, I, I, I'd be interesting to know the splits uh, with Andrews and uh, Marquise Brown. I might pull them up right now, but nonetheless, yeah, I think I think there's a chance that argument also applies to Andrews because people use it against Ertz and, and Waller a lot. It's just the thing with Ertz is uh, people are going like, to – I think he's going to be next up. We'll get into him a little bit more. But people are going to break him down like, oh, he's not a great player. He's not elusive. Like, he just gets a ton of volume, which is why he finishes up there. But at the same time, I, I have no lowest, but again, this tier two is all fucking same. I mean, pick your poison, take the best value. But with Ertz, he's basically a lock for 125 targets. I mean, if you've watched the Philadelphia Eagles play, they literally pass through their tight ends. Like, that's what their offense is built on. We see it every year. It's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz relies on these tight ends so much. Even when they had receivers, also on Jeffrey, again, I've mentioned in the past, has been pissed at fucking Carson once. Whereas when Nick Foles was in there, Alshon Jeffrey was getting the work. So at the end of the day, it's the tendencies of the quarterback, which is why these tight ends, we'll get into Goddard in another episode too, yeah. uh, get so much work. And with he the actually tendencies- got 1.5 targets more per game when Hollywood was out of the lineup. Just yeah. And with the tendencies of tight ends, Lamar goes to Mark Andrews. I mean, Danny was it's making small, that. Small sample. It was kind of a fluky sample size, though, with no other receivers there, which they really don't have any. Like, they do, no, but like no. – Unless they yeah. have AB, which I think is still going to happen. but That'd be hilarious. Point. So, where, where I guess happen? my thing is, like, I don't want to invest super high capital on a tight end that played 43% of the snaps because you could say that's going to go up, but that would have gone up 
during the season when he was literally destroying every single defense. Okay, well, Hayden Hurst is going now, so. Well, uh, he was the third. Hayden Hurst is the third string. Nick Boyle's the starter. He still will be the starter, like, on the Andrew depth chart. He doesn't block, dude. Like, he's not going to – like, yeah. he's not in – like, you could say, like, yes, like, like George Kittle, for example, probably plays, like, 85, 90, 100% of the snaps, uh, but he's also blocking probably half. Yeah, 83. So, I yeah, think it's just like, I think the gap is a tight end, which is what I hope yeah. my team uses uh, Howard as. But that's besides the point. I think the snap percent, I, I'm not really concerned about them, to be honest. I think as long as he maintains a high target share when he's on the field, I, I'm not really that concerned because they don't have him in to block, and it's probably for good reason. He's probably just not that good of a blocker. Yeah, okay. for sure. So uh, Lucas has Zacherts as three. Uh, he also smokes crack. So we'll, we'll jump into that. Lucas, uh, Zacherts is our – Consensus four. What, what's going on there with Zach Ertz? I mean, he finished his two last year, and I think in terms of adding the receivers back, they added a lot of speedy receivers, and to me, that doesn't hurt him as much as we think it does. Um, I I just don't see his role changing. Like, they're not paying him all that money for the role to change. I, I say that now, and I probably should have, I don't know, Darren Wall and, and uh, Hunter – or not Hunter, Henry, Aiden Hurst are kind of the same. But, like, Wall is going to get his work. They didn't pay him – to, this is kind of confusing though, but they didn't pay him to not get the ball. Like they didn't bring, they didn't extend Ertz when they have Goddard to not give him the ball. Tied in two last year. The offense was depleted. I think the offense is going to be better. So I think he's there. He finished ahead of Mark Andrews last year, and Mark Andrews had 10 touchdowns. So like it just kind of I can't None move Andrews up on Are like reliable, like every week start. Like Deshaun Jackson can't stay healthy. Marquise Goodwin can't stay yeah. healthy. Jalen Rager will be in his rookie year. I know we all believe in Jalen Rager here, but like but he's a rookie. struggles. JJ Arcega Whiteside hasn't shown anyone shit. Alshon Jeffrey might not be ready for week one from the the reports that I've heard from or that I've seen on Twitter from Philadelphia people. So I mean, there's a good chance that it just starts again next year. So yeah, um, he's a huge value right now too. Miles like Sanders, the yeah, he's a great value, especially in redraft because mm-hmm. people want to hype up uh, Goddard all they want. And yes, Goddard's probably more talented in in some areas than Ertz is. But until Zach Ertz isn't on the team, I'm not taking Dallas Goddard in like the top twelve tight ends. Oh yeah, no, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Zach Ertz will be will be a very core value of, of this team in the reception work. Uh, but, but I don't know. I I, I just kind of. I, I would rather take that upside swing of of, of Ingram and a well, uh, Ingram will get. To well, what do you mean? What do you mean by upside though? Because Ertz had more points per game. Well, I just think Goddard will actually take more and more. Like he's just consistently done throughout. Um, I mean, yeah. Like I don't know. I think Goddard might have been. Well, but they don't need to eat yeah. into Ertz's. Like they ran like forty percent of their snaps from. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like the highest percentage in the league by a lot last year so yeah. they have enough snaps for Goddard to be on the field in pretty much a role that Mark Andrews has like in terms of like a snap share so I don't think they're gonna just like slowly integrate Goddard into the offense more than Ertz I think the way their offense is designed with their tight ends now is is how it's probably going to be going forward because I think it works for them the problem for their offense obviously is that the receivers can't stay healthy so but either way I think Ertz is probably locked in for the similar target share that he is last year maybe it's a little um, slow at the beginning of the year while the guys are healthy, but Djax is going to have his week one, and then he won't be relevant. And then Marquise Goodwin will get his 17th concussion in week two. So, I mean, and like I said, I don't think Jeffrey is healthy week one from the things that I've seen yeah, on. He's going to be on the pop, so. Yeah, people will probably be on the pop, and even when he is on the field, he's not very good anymore anyway, so. True. So we go on to Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram's a guy I very much believe in. Um Maybe I'm just like 
on on the fucking moon right now on how high I am. I had a Waller personally. Yeah, so I haven't I haven't seen that for, and that that's 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 just genuinely. If he just plays the games, he's he's going to do it. Uh, I think I'm gonna it, see. It's hard to say how many fucking games is he gonna miss because he's st- he's like in 12 games. He'll he'll still be a tight end one um, in relatively high, sitting around the mid range. And I think if he just plays 16 games, he could genuinely challenge Mark Andrews for that three spot. I it, honestly like he's so efficient. Yeah, he would he would he would challenge. Kittle. He would challenge Kelsey if he played Yeah, I mean, games, he, but he, averages, he's not, he averaged 13.75 last year. He's I mean, had three concussions in three years. He's not playing 16 games. It sucks. Like, I guess I'm like, completely different. Like, I'm just kind of confused on your rankings because you have, like, Higby at 16. So, like, what are you ranking Higby on? Lucas, I'm fucking crying right now. Can you, like, chill? Either way. I okay. love Evan Ingram. He's not playing 16. He's, Evan, like, he probably really, wouldn't yes, play You have a point. Balls. Obviously, whatever games that Evan Ingram plays in, he's going to be successful. But I and I can see you. Ha- I can't see. I don't know how you can have him ahead of Darren Waller. Personally, I don't see that. I don't like Darren Waller. Like I said with Ertz, like Darren Waller's target share to me is not going down. Like I like they, I, like I love Rugs as much as anyone, and Edwards is a nice player, but Waller's like the main target in the offense from a passing perspective right now, at least. So for this year, I don't think there's a way that Darren Waller really sees much less target share than he did last year. I just want to mention, I mean, we're, we're talking about Evan Ingram. Clearly, uh, he's a guy you have to add an asterisk to. You have to say the points per game basis. I mean, me and Tyler are clearly the highest on him. It's just yeah. The reason why I'm so high on him, I have my belief five here. Yeah, uh, just after Darren Waller, is because when he is on his game, when he is playing, man, 16.56 PPR points per game last year. That would have ranked just behind George Kittle and Travis Kelsey on a points per game basis for tight ends last year. Uh, now you're mentioning, again, he exited out of the Arizona game. Those three games afterwards, he wasn't the same player. 8.87 PPR points per game. Recently mentioned him in the previous uh, ADP battles video. Me and Tyler did. Uh, When I look at it, Jason Garrett, when he was the main play caller for Dallas, I'll I'll send Bush the graphic to put on the screen. But (laughs) Jason (laughs) Witten had, uh, between 2007 and 2012, when Jason Witten was actually in his prime and, you know, not an old old man rundown player, Average 141, 121, 124, 128, 117, and 149 targets. And in those years, finished as the tight end one, tight end two, tight end five, tight end one, tight end five, and tight end three. With an average of 92 catches, 1,018 yards, and five touchdowns per year. I understand the upside. I know he's, he's yeah, going to argue that. We all know the upside. He's, so- if he's on the field. But I can't put him ahead of guys like Ertz, like Waller, who are on the field all the time. And are going to get more targets than Evan. Yeah, I need to, I need to change mine too because I kind of dropped the ball on that one. Like, I mean, if, you, if your fantasy season is like weeks one through, actually no, because he doesn't even play weeks one through eight half the time. It's split up. So like, I would have to have those like, guys just because I think those guys are too proven to put an upside guy over. Yeah. It's like, and I think it's to me, it's like you could say draft him and then draft another one, but his ADP is not good like like you think it's good in your head but then you're like it's like the sixth round like i can go take like for example today like i think someone got tyler boyd in like the ninth round like, like, you tyler like boyd. More in there yeah like and i get evan ingram's 13 points per game last year but like i mean another guy hunter henry if you want to draft one at a better adp at 12 points per game last year that's injury prone like there's just not that a ton of value it seems to me i'm not his current adp but yeah all right darren waller up next i need to race him up i'm just gonna leave it for now um yeah, you had him at seven. I got to hear both yours and Tyler's rationale for that. No, no, I'm, move, I'm moving him up. I think okay, good, man. his market share might see a little bit of a decrease because 
seems like a lot with all the weapons they're going to try to use. So maybe like 21%, but still, I agree. I think when I made my case for Earth saying they paid him, they're going to use him. Same thing goes there. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's not really much to say. I, mean, I don't think he finishes with the amount of targets he did last year because I think Ruggs will get some design. Well, we hope Ruggs get his design touches. Bowden's going to get design touches. I would think Jacob sees a better role. Um, but that being said, Waller's still a beast. Yeah, definitely. I, I agree. I think people are overthinking Waller a lot. I think there's nothing really like bad about his situation. Like his quarter, like his quarterback is still the same. They, they obviously have a great connection together. Yes. Ruggs is coming in and yes, Edwards is coming in and um, whoever else they added Bowden and, and Jalen Richard's back and stuff. But honestly, Brian like Edwards. the offense funnels and, and through Jacob's Jones on the ground, and... Darren Waller in the passing, in the short passing game, Hunter Renfro in the short passing game. But honestly, I don't, I don't see a way that he is not, in the same tier that he was last year. I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of not drafting tight ends early, like um, especially these guys, like these mid-tier uh, guys. But, I mean, if Waller falls deep enough, I'm definitely going to be taking shots on him. And I think Ingram, yes, has way more upside than Waller, but it's, it's, it's so much of a risk. And it's not like Ingram's like a 12th-round pick that you don't have to spend a lot of risk on. It's, it's, they're virtually going in the same area of the draft. So I'd much rather have Waller in that case. Mine's just a uh, – my argument's really just – Quarterly based off of all the added uh, pieces, and Josh Jacobs is going to play a full season. So, I, or, or maybe who knows? Evan Ingram will uh, hurt my feelings another time, guys. Why not? Uh, crying inside. Um, I, I, we can move on because I, I, I really just think the argument for me is just just based off of all the added guys. And if you think that Derek Carr will build a rapport, it'll, it'll be okay. Yeah, um, I, I just yeah. think the hierarchy is going to remain the same. Yes, they added guys, but I think they eat into each other. Yeah, I think people are screaming at us like Hunter Renfro. Like, no, Hunter Henry Renfro, that, that ain't it. Like, no, it's, he's not taking Darren Wall. He's not yeah. going to start. Like, he, he started last year because their other receiver was um, – He's going to start. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. If they want to win, they need to put in freaking Brian Bowden at the it's slot. Gonna be, it's going to be Ruggs, Williams, and, and, and Renfro in three receiver sets. Brian Edwards, so so Brian Edwards is a ready. better player than Hunter Renfro. He, yeah, he might he be. so good. He's, he's, a bit, he's not ready to start right away. I, that's Hunter Renfro is so gross. It would be so bad <laughs> yeah. last year when we would come in there, not even vulture because they weren't even efficient touches. They were just terrible touches. Last but not least, Hunter Henry. I hate Hunter Henry. We haven't even talked, about, we haven't talked about your tight end six yet. What? <laughs> oh, my thing just like switched on me. Yeah, oh, God. That, that's how much <laughs> Lucas hates Hunter Henry. He's willing to skip his favorite tight end in the class, Jack Doyle. Yeah, I mean, because Hayden, Hayden Hurst is a beast, man. Like vacated production. To a receiver that or a receiver to a yeah. tight end that's just as athletic to said it as wrong. Austin Hooper. Lucas, you what? said it wrong. Hayden Hurst isn't a beast. Matt Ryan in the passing offense of the Atlanta Falcons is a beast. Hayden Hurst is a first round pick. Hayden Hurst is a more naturally talented Hayden player. Hayden Hurst can eat my shit. I actually he heard played. someone say that he's not as talented as Austin Hooper, as if people thought Austin Hooper was talented before this. I know. Game. I know. No, it's it's probably Bobby Sylvester who said that. Bobby Sylvester's a king. Hashtag beats a gang. Hayden Hurst is probably one of like, like Howard. Since, I think is the most like talented that tight end that Cutter has had. But Hurst is probably second most talented. So I don't think there's any way that Hayden Hurst is not a top eight tight end if he plays the full sixteen games because the offense is going to pass, pass, and pass some more. Dude, OJ Howard, greatest tight end of all time. Uh, so okay. here's yeah, here's my thing. So I got Hunter Henry and, and Hayden Hurst literally like neck and neck right now, and I feel like. I don't know. It it sucks. Like, how, uh, 
Mm, new How to the have, system. Matt Ryan was familiar with Austin Uber. That's my only thing. And it's like, yeah, so Hunter the the fucking thing. The second, I was going to say, we'll get into the it. The new to the system. Dude, it hurts. All right, well, okay, like, It doesn't make a difference. Well, but like, so in terms of vacated production, like vacated production gets filled. Like Julio might see 10 more targets, but in reality, he's not going to see more than – Ridley's you know primarily going to benefit off of Sanu's targets, not Hooper's targets. And then Russell Gage, like, I think he's a good fantasy play. He's a good slot receiver, but he's going to see five targets a game. Like, and they, they literally stated they don't know how healthy Todd Gurley is. So, like, Hayden Hurst, you have to insert him. The man can pass block, the man can – Run block, the man can yeah. run routes, the man you can guard the Like, John Harbaugh does not miss on draft picks. Like, he, he doesn't. He picked him in the first round. Like, what else, what else more do you need to know? I mean, he, he also picked him over Lamar Jackson, so. Yeah, but he still got Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, so that narrative's stupid, so it doesn't matter. But why, why is it – okay, we'll get, we don't have to get into this on camera. I don't know if Mark why Andrews is necessarily stupid? a better – because he didn't miss don't on the Don't say he's not a better talent. Don't, don't say Mark Andrews isn't a better talent. As a receiver, as a receiver, but an overall tight end, there's a reason Mark Andrews isn't the starter last year. Yeah. I mean, Anyways, we all love tight ends on this channel. Tight ends, phenomenal. Uh, so we'll jump on to our last guy, Hunter Henry. So, yeah, you know what? I'm going to say it right now. Hayden Hurst is my eight now. Hunter Henry is my nine. Thank and I don't want to get yelled at in the comments. And if you want to yell at me in the comments, fucking do so. I want to <laughs> see you there, you sexy man. <laughs> Deli Meets is waiting for you. Hunter Henry is the mini, the mini Evan Ingram. He never plays the full season. Everyone's like, if he plays a full season, never does. So just don't draft him. Either. Yeah, no, I wouldn't draft Hunter Henry with a ten foot pole. I have him at eight because he's a great red zone weapon. I think Tyrod knows like how to use his tight ends. Like he's yeah. he's he's just the type of quarterback that's going to utilize Hunter Henry well. But I don't want to draft Hunter Henry. I don't think he has a lot of upside. Like whether or not I think the quarterback change is going to go smoothly or not, it's still a risk. And I think Austin Eckler completely caps Hunter Henry's upside because I think the running back targets and tight end targets do correlate. And Eckler's going to get probably the second most targets of any running back in the league. So I like, yes, he's at eight, but that's probably because he's going to score like six or seven touchdowns, maybe eight, nine touchdowns if he's lucky. The only thing that is going for Hunter Henry really is the fact that he was really good last year when he came back. And once he came back, he actually stayed back. He was able to kind of be healthy for a bit, but yeah, I mean, he's basically the same thing as Evan Ingram. Everyone wants to make excuses for his injuries, but he's so risky and he's not enough of a discount that I would actually pick him. So. Now, the, the main thing I have is uh, we're going to talk about him next episode, but aside from the unproven factor, what does Hunter Henry have? That Tyler Higby doesn't. That Mike is oh, you're asking him. Well, he's the best tight end on his team. You, so you're saying Gerald Everett's getting it? Uh, gonna gonna be better than? Tyler no, I, I'm more so fucking with you a little bit, but uh, I mean, no, no it's not. I have Higby at ten and, and Henry at eight, so I don't see much of a difference to be do honest. You, do you guys actually think Higby's so much better than Everett? Nope. Because no, Everett is Everett about the same. Everett did the same exact thing, and then he got hurt. Yeah, yeah they're, they're about the same. same exact. Level. I actually had the stats. Uh, I'll pull them up. Like. Okay, we're not talking about Higby right now. That's okay. We'll tomorrow. get into it. Next episode, I'll pull it up for you guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Before, before, Anyone before have any on Hunter Henry or we all just kind of don't want him, but he's kind of ranked here because he's going to finish here kind of thing. Yeah. He's pretty He's pretty all right, I guess. But don't draft him. Take Hayden yeah. Hurst yeah, wait, three wait rounds later. Yeah, wait four rounds and get, get Jonu yeah. Smith, Hayden Hurst, Mike Gusecki, like Noah Fan. Yeah. Like, just don't take Hunter Henry. Blake <laughs> Darwin. Don't pick him. More like a – yeah. Guys, Blake Darwin. If you're a fan of Jack Doyle, don't tease yourself too hard. That's next video. Guys, we're yeah. very excited.
to get the next set of tight ends out, uh, the last set, because we're not going to go too deep, because who wants to know about other guys in the tight end? Like, Ew, gross. If you haven't checked out running backs, quarterbacks, wide receivers, go do it. Guys, if you are interested in sunglasses, even if you got to this point, down in the description below, Shady Rays, my promo code, my link, my promo link, 10 meals to Fighting Hungry. Fighting Hunger, I, I definitely botched that. Well, well, that's fine. Whatever. Guys, go get yourself some sunglasses.